Welcome to the CLB Forge Podcast, brought to you by CLB North American Mission. This is a show to help equip you and your church for mission, ministry, and multiplying disciples. Hello and welcome to episode 123, which is more fun to say is EP123. So that's what we're going to call it. This is EP123, and I'm Mike Natal. And I'm Dan Stenberg. With us today are Eric and Mark. Eric is on staff at Bethesda Lutheran in Eau Claire, Wisconsin. He's the director of students and their families. He's been on staff there for seven years. He's married to Sarah. He's the father to Jace and Allison. He loves being outside and he'd take the ocean over a lake and water over the mountains. I mean, hey, to each their own, right? And and though he lives in Wisconsin, bro, cheers for the Vikings. So so we can be happy about that. Like that's that's great. That's great. And Mark, well, if you don't know who Mark is, you don't listen to the podcast very often because he's been our most consistent guest. For you first timers out there, Mark serves as the Lutheran Brethren's Youth Ministries Communication Coordinator. And we're excited that he's willing to chat with us once again, and this time about the Orange Conference that is taking place down in Atlanta, Georgia in April. Welcome in, Mark and Eric. Hey, everyone. Hey, it's good to be here. Sweet. So right out of the gate, we have our first question, and it's to both of you guys. Daniel kind of hinted at this in the intro that we're going to be talking about the Orange Conference. Can you explain a little bit more about the Orange Conference? Because I personally don't know anything about it. I don't know. Daniel, do you know anything about the Orange Conference? Nah, dude. When I heard about an orange conference, I was like, all right, so now we're naming them after colors. Like, I don't know what's going go. on here. So. so why don't you guys spend a little bit of time unpacking what exactly the orange conference is, who it's meant to be for, and who benefits from it? So the orange conference is a conference that has been going on for, I think, a few years, uh, maybe longer, but it is held every year and it is geared towards equipping youth workers, children's ministry workers to work with young kids teenagers and families. And it's got a pretty broad approach to family ministry is a big strength of it. And then one of the other things that I would just say about it from being an outsider, just looking at it has been that it's trying to to reach like the big church. You know, you've got the mainline church, you've got the evangelical arm of the church, and it's probably trying to speak to the things that both sides of the church agree on and trying to equip them to best share the gospel with, with kids and families and teens. I would add to that, it is a nationwide conference for paid staff working in children's ministry, student ministry, or family ministry, and also volunteers. So I would say the bulk of those attending are volunteers. So it's a great opportunity for staff to go working in these three areas, but to bring their volunteer team with them and to be energized in student ministry, children's ministry, or family ministry. Awesome. So... The LB has done, like we've taken uh, youth past. How does the Orange Conference, which I'm assuming it's orange because it's in Georgia. Like, is that why they're calling it orange? They got like some Georgia, it's Georgia peaches. It's not oranges. I don't wow. understand. Whatever. It doesn't make sense to me, but it is what it is. I was just thinking about it. I don't know. It's, it's still confusing to me, but that's okay. How does the Orange Conference differ from opportunities that you've taken youth leaders to in the past? So I think uh, probably five of the last 10 years and then probably a few years way before that. And I didn't do it because of my uh, synodical role. I just did it because I was trying to network with some friends. But probably five of the last 10 years, I've taken groups of 10 to 20 in size to, uh, to Youth Specialties National Youth Workers Convention. Youth Specialties, there was typically five to 10,000 in attendance at it, seven or eight big room sessions and probably like a hundred seminars that you could go to and they would offer some kind of, if you wanted to do some continuing ed 
before the convention started, you could do an extra bonus day, late night concerts, comedy shows. And they had like basically like a shopping mall for youth ministries. I loved it. It was great. The last time that we took youth workers was in 2019 to Tampa. We were going to take youth workers again in 2020, but COVID happened. I think COVID, it didn't kill youth specialties as an organization, but it seems like the National Youth Workers Convention at least has maybe come to a close. I'm not 100% on that, but uh, we kept our tickets available for the next conference. And then that year happened and nothing happened. And we kept putting it on hold and started to look for another conference to go to instead. And Orange was the one that landed on. All right. So thanks to a quick Google search, I actually figured out your question, Daniel, why it's called the Orange Conference. So on their website, which you can go to and visit at the moment, it's theorangeconference.com. So theorangeconference, all one word.com is their website. And on it, if you scroll pretty far down, it says about the Orange Conference. And it says this Orange Conference is powered by Orange, a leader in curriculum, strategy, and training resources for leaders and parents invested in the faith of the next generation. So Orange is apparently the name of the organization that comes out with this curriculum. So that's where they got the Orange Conference from. So there you go. Another wrinkle in the brain. All right. My next question goes out to both of you guys, Mark and Eric. Why should youth workers attend this? I just find that youth workers need encouragement. There's a lot of youth workers that they're just kind of learning as you go. Maybe they haven't, you know, taken any professional courses in the past. And this is a way to give them some training. It's a way to also help them to network with one another. One of the years that we went, we did the youth specialties convention in St. Louis. We all stayed in an Airbnb together. And there's 15 of us in this Airbnb. And it was just a really great way to just get to know each other, not with our students, but just to hang out with one another and just kind of be real with one another. So I think there's lots of wins for getting people together for this. Awesome. Yeah, I agree with that, Mark. I think that networking opportunity and that community opportunity are huge. And that can be done within the group of Lutheran brethren people that attend this conference together. But you are in a conference with thousands of other people doing the same thing that you're doing, working with students or children's ministry, family ministry, depending on which avenue you're taking. There's um, a thought which I think is very true. Student ministry is a very lonely ministry. And through the years, I've experienced that and I've tried to understand that. And the best way I can put that in my head is that when you're on staff of a church doing student ministry, you really are alone in the mission and the calling and the amount of passion you bring to that. And what I mean by that is the volunteer teams that you have are wonderful and fantastic, but they're not as invested as you are just by nature of the fact that they're volunteers. And you have a staff of a church who's invested in the church, but none of them are at the front line of student ministry like you are. So for me, what was unique about attending this and, and really use specialties as well is to be with thousands of other people that have the same passion and investment that you have for reaching students. And it takes some of that sense of, you know, I'm doing this ministry in my church and no one's putting it on the line like me. And that sense of loneliness that creates and puts you in a group of people who are right there with you, feeling what you're feeling, the same struggles and joys that you're having. And boy, that brings energy and that brings refueling and that brings an excitement level to come back and say, you know what? 
there are people all over the United States and the world in this battle with me trying to accomplish the same thing and facing the same struggles and insecurities that I have. Yeah, that's uh, that's awesome. I can imagine that being incredibly encouraging. What I mean, Eric, you were the the one that attended, like you attended Orange last year, correct? Correct. This past summer, 2022. What was it like to be there in person? I think you've given us a bit of a glimpse of that, but like just run us through like maybe some of the logistics or what was it like to be there flesh and blood in person and experiencing that? Yeah. For those who attended the youth specialties in the past, they're very, very similar. There isn't a whole lot that is different. So you have a lot of energy. You've got thousands of people coming together. So it has that big sense of atmosphere. You know, you have times of worship, which is incredible, right? When you're in a stadium worshiping, if you've had that experience or not, it's uh, it's just a different worship experience. You have great speakers, breakout sessions, teaching, a great opportunity to meet other people doing youth ministry around the United States and people from around the world and to learn from each other and to have conversations. Really, any curriculum provider or parachurch ministry that works with students is there and is set up there. So that gives more opportunities to network and connect. Nice. Yeah. The big difference, I would say, uh, between the Orange Conference and Youth Specialties is Youth Specialties is a little bit more of a potpourri when it comes to looking at a breakout session. There's these 40 breakout sessions at 40 different topics where the Orange Conference is going to hone in more on the three topics of children's ministry, student ministry, and family ministry. And you pick which of those three you want to do. But then all the breakout sessions really hone in on those three areas or the area that you're attending and less about picking these different topics. Cool. So or it sounds like Orange also offers not only an in-person opportunity to attend the conference, but also an online opportunity as well. And so, Mark, it sounds like you attended Orange online. Can you tell us a little bit more about what that was like for you? Yeah. So when we were looking for like what is going to be the next thing that we participate in besides, instead of these specialties, there's a few different conferences that we're looking at. And Orange, you know, they had an online option. And I couldn't pull off like flying down to Atlanta just to check it out. So I went to the online and I was really impressed. Like the, the tech side of it, like the sessions, you you were it felt like you were there as best as you possibly could with technology. They had some bonus content that was just for the online only. And you could replay things at a later date. I think it was you had access to the online content up until a month after it had been posted. And it was really good to be able to like kind of measure and evaluate, you know, the, the teaching. Is there a lot of stuff that maybe I'm going to push back on? That was part of why I went to it online was to at least like hear what the teaching content was and wound up having a really good impression of the conference and what I had heard. Having done that, I'm glad that I was able to do it online, but I really want to be there in person. Yeah, for sure. Now, when you talk about teaching, it's not like they're like hitting us with theology, right? This is more practical. What does it look like to lead a study? Like, uh, I don't know, whatever. Like practical skills, ideas, opportunities. That's what we're gaining through this. This isn't something we're sending our our youth leaders to in order to like get theological training. It's a skills, tactics, thoughts training. Yeah, I think the the theme of the conference last year was the phrase "be human." And Eric, you can kind of like expound on that a little bit more, but I mean, I think just practically like the world that we've, that we're living in, like has caused us to kind of like devalue how we treat one another and like just basic civility, you know, being kind to one another is like 
biblical mandate. And mm-hmm. I, I think that was a piece of it. So Eric, you can kind of chime in if I'm missing something on the theme, but that was what I heard for the big part of, of the sessions and just kind of ways to reach out and kind of like build some bridges within with teens and, and, and families. Yeah, Mark, I think that was a, a good synopsis of it. The theme for this coming year, so 2023, the conference we're talking about attending is keeping faith alive day by day, generation by generation. So there'll be that overarching theme. And I think some of the general sessions will hone in on that concept. But Daniel, I think you're right. When you do those breakout sessions, it's a lot about strategy and practical ways to do ministry. One thing that I thought was really impressive when I was there in 2022, the whole lobby area, circular area through the whole arena uh, was set up as bedrooms by each age in grade. So you would come to sixth grade and there would be a bedroom of a sixth grader there and they would list all the things a sixth grader struggles with. And where are they in their developmental stage? What are they thinking about? What are they worried about? What are their concerns? And on the wall, they would have 20 books that would be good for a sixth grader to read. And then you go a few more steps and now you're in a seventh grader's bedroom and an eighth grader's bedroom. They really dissect you know, year by year of what a child or teen is going through. So their strategy is very specific. It's not just middle school ministry, but it's sixth, seventh, and eighth or ninth, depending on where you come from, middle school, junior high ministry, to take kids from stage to stage. And then also, what are parents thinking when they have a sixth grader? And what do parents need to know? And how do we come alongside them and help them? So it is a lot about strategy but it is also about big concepts and keeping youth workers excited for what God has for us to do in students' lives. Yeah, that sounds fantastic. I think those are things that we could all use some uh, some work. And yeah, I'm a little nervous when you're talking about, yeah, they set up the bedrooms. I was like, whoa, where are we going here? But no, that's a that's a fantastic uh, way of, of viewing it and, and looking into things. And I really appreciate that. That's a great way of, of getting into the mind of, of some of those kids and, and recognizing where they're at and having ideas and strategies as to how to reach them and to bring them. And that's, that's awesome. So Mark, what is the CLBA offering for the Atlanta 24 conference. How are we getting behind this? What are we doing to make it so that we can get some people there? It's pretty similar to what we did with uh, youth specialties. The one thing about youth specialties is that when the conference that you were attending ended at the end of that convention, they would hold like a one day only, like that day special for buying tickets for the next one. So we would buy tickets for the next one. The next conference, if you were to pay like full price the day of, you're paying like 400 bucks. We were paying like $150 for the registration costs. It was a great offer. So we used to buy, you know, 15, 20 tickets at a time. For the Orange Conference, they're doing something similar, but their day of offer was like 225 a ticket. So we had a little less ticket power that we could throw out for this one. But so what we've done is we've got the Church of Lutheran Brethren has paid for 12 tickets for youth workers to attend the Orange Conference in Atlanta, April 26 to 28 of 23. And then We've been talking about that since uh, the Biennial Convention, when we got to be in front of youth workers at our training that we held then. Uh, we've been talking about it at uh, the youth uh, convention in Estes Park. We, we offered it then. We've been talking about it online for a number of months as well. And of those 12 spots that are covered by the Church of Lutheran Brother, eight of them are now taken. So I still have four spots that are left. Then the other piece to the puzzle is lodging. So 
all five of our Church of Lutheran Brethren regions, Canada, the four in the United States, they're all chipping in uh, 200 bucks each towards lodging. So I got a thousand dollars towards lodging and, uh, you know, 12 people times, you know, that, that means that a good chunk of the lodging costs are going to be covered as well. That is incredibly generous and something that I hope our listeners do tap into. This is a great opportunity for them to get further training and to learn while also connecting with other youth leaders, youth workers, not only in our denomination, but also to be networking. Church leaders, send your youth leaders. Let's go. So, Mark, our last question for you guys is kind of like a wrap up one. What are the deadlines that people need to be aware of? We've set the date of November 1st where the offer that is currently out there is an exclusive offer for just youth workers. And if after the 1st of November, we still have some spots that are left, we're going to then open it up to those that are in children's ministry in the Church Lutheran Brother. We'll give a one-month window for them to jump in on the offer. And then if there's still tickets that are left after that, we'll go back to anybody that is attending and say, do you have a second person from your church that would like to go. Like I know of like one of the persons that's going to go, it's a husband, wife, or it's a husband and his wife is very invested in their youth ministry. And she might want to go as well, knowing that now here's another way for her to make it happen. Super cool. You already mentioned that there's four spots remaining. So make sure you tap into that. Those who are hearing this and Mark, how can people get in contact with you? How can they sign up for this opportunity? Where can they go in order to get more information about what's going on. So if you go to the Church Lutheran Brothers webpage, clba.org slash the CLBA is going to Orange 23. You should be able to find that page pretty quickly. We'll put that in the show notes too, but that tells you all the uh, logistics of kind of scheduling and and things like that. So just so that we're clear, that's clba.org slash the CLB is going to Orange 23. Correct. Don't spell it wrong. Make sure it's all in there right. We'll put it in the show notes, but make sure you've spelt that correctly, folks. CLBA.org slash the CLB is going to Orange 23. It rhymes. So it like it should stick in your head like it's it's got catchy to it. But have fun with that one. You'll basically you'll see registration information and, and basically it's to send me a check for $50 made to the Church of Lutheran Brethren. We'll give it back to you. If we see you at the conference, if you don't, we'll cash it. It's your lunch money. Yeah. Sweet. Well, I'm so excited that we are offering this opportunity to our listeners and not only that, but to the youth workers of our denomination. This sounds like a great opportunity for them to tap into. And I really look forward to a future podcast where we have not only the two of you guys on again, but the other people who had the opportunity to go. I think that would be a great follow-up interview that I know The Forge would love to have a part of and put you guys forward. Or even if somebody goes who's part of The Forge, maybe we could do a couple live things while we're there and kind of tap into that. That would be wonderful as well. So Mark, Eric, you guys were great guests. Eric, hopefully we didn't scare you away and you'd be willing to come back for a future episode or two. Absolutely. Anytime is a blast. (laughs) Mark, it is always great to have you on as a guest because you take all of the hard work out of it for Daniel and I. You wrote this script for us and we are just grateful to have you on. And so, Mark, we know that you're going to be on future episodes as well. So continue to do what you're doing and lead strong. And we'll be continuing to pray for you as you help our denomination to see the benefits in youth and see the benefit in nurturing that in our churches. So thank you so much, Mark, for being willing to step into that role for our denomination. You got it. 
for our listeners, be sure to follow the podcast and then also subscribe to the show. And we would also love it if you would share this podcast with a friend or a colleague. Don't forget all of the important links in order to find out more information about the Orange Conference or about how you as a Church of the Lutheran Brethren individual can tap into this exciting opportunity. We're going to link all that stuff in the show notes for you. And we hope that you would see this as a benefit and you would not only send your people there, but maybe you yourself would be thinking about going as well. And so thank you so much for listening and we will catch you next time. This has been an episode of the CLB Forge podcast brought to you by CLB North American Mission. Thanks for listening. We welcome your questions and comments. Email us at podcast at clbforge.org.